This is Handle on the Law, marginal legal advice where I tell you you have absolutely no case. So let me give you a scenario, which incidentally has actually happened. So a suspect is released, and the marijuana that he has with him is, of course, uh, confiscated. And then the suspect is released, right? Charges are dropped, but there's the marijuana. And uh, he gets it back, right? His keys, his money, his property, all confiscated when he's under arrest and detained. And then it's all returned to him, except they don't return the grass. They're saying, nope, not the marijuana. And this is the case uh, in which Robert Smith had 21 grams of marijuana seized from his backpack during a disturbing the peace arrest, which, uh, as I said, charges were dropped. And he said, I want I want it back. The cops kept it. Here's what the cops argued, that by giving it back to him, they could face federal drug distribution charges because it is illegal federally to distribute drugs. And the cops saying, here we are distributing drugs. Well, the lower court said, you're absolutely right to the police department. However, the three judge panel of the same court overturned the decision citing an earlier California law enforcement decision. And all they had to do was read the law. And that's what the appeals court said. Just read the law. The Federal Controlled Substance Act explicitly allows law enforcement officials to legally handle drugs when officers are lawfully engaged in the enforcement of any law or municipal ordinance relating to the controlled substance. So the bottom line is, hey, the Federal or, uh, federal Substance Act says that these cops, as long as they're officially doing what they're supposed to do under state law, hey, it's legal to have marijuana. Here's your marijuana back, and the cops cannot be held responsible under federal law because there it is. The law says they're not responsible. Let's take some phone calls. Jason. Hey, Jason, you're up. Welcome. Uh, yes, I have a question on uh, renter's uh, deposit. Basically, I rented a house, me and my wife, and uh, we stayed there for six months. It was a year contract. I read up a paper that showed the, the reason why we moved out. He signed it, and I signed it. The reason being they are on, we are on a septic system. There was flies, uh, I'm assuming some sort of like fecal fly, uh, coming up through the tub. It was inhabitable. Uh, me and my wife would have to clean the house, you know, regularly and pull yeah. it off the tub and whatnot. So he agreed that, you know, he couldn't fix a problem. He and that was in writing. Times. Wait a sec. And that's in writing. It, yes, sir. Whoa. I, I, Got I, it. I typed it up. All right. And he signed it. And What's I your question? It. Got it. Got it. What's your question? So we moved out at six months. Um, he came and inspected the house while we lived there. He said, wow, the house looks great. Never seen anybody take, you know, such good care. Obviously not in writing. You know, you should have no problem getting your deposit back. Excellent. Okay. Uh, we moved out. We cleaned the house. We mowed the lawn, did everything. Everything's perfect. You know, tried to keep everything in good uh, spirits. We move out. He all of a sudden signs a... Uh, um, some sort of property management company who I paid him directly. It was always just, you know, me and him as a person. Now all of a sudden I get a check from a property management company showing that they're taking $1,386. Got it. Off your deposit. deposit. All right. So first of all, let me throw it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Let me ask a couple of questions. Can I? 
Uh, I'm assuming you did not take pictures of the apartment or the house when you moved out to show how clean it was, right? I I took uh, a couple pictures of the house, um, not specific, you know, wall for wall. But, yes, there are pictures showing that the house is in good condition. Great. All right. So that helps you enormously. Well, this gets easy. You sue them in small claims court. That's all. They're just keeping your money, and you go in front of a judge. Say, "I want my money." Here's the here's the contract that we signed. I'm, I moved out legally because they couldn't fix it. He understood that. He agreed, and now they're going to take a thousand dollars off because of what painting? No, they have to paint on their own. Wear and tear, normal wear and tear. They have to eat. The only thing they can hit you for is damage, excessive damage, normal wear and tear. They suck it up. So you're fine. Okay, yeah. Just do a small claims now, court action. Do I take the person to small claims court because I'm getting this check from the property manager? Yeah, you take them both. I don't even you, know who they you take, are. You take them both. Or you can take, take him. Both. It doesn't matter. You can take him to court, uh, small claims court. Actually, you take him because all they are are his agent. Okay. And yeah, like that's said, all I you do. My rent to him, they- that's all you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go into that. I, I said yes. All right, Robin. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi. Yes. Are you? Go, go ahead. Okay, I have a next door neighbor that, we, and we just moved in. All of a sudden, has all these cameras around her house. And the day after we move in, a full, a huge gun case full of ammunition, but no gun. What do you mean? Where is where? Where is the gun case uh, of uh, ammunition? Where is the gun case in in the house? It's gone. No, it was left on the driveway. All right, and now they so it's it's gone. All right, so yeah, I don't understand. The 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 lady came out from her completely secured electric gated house without a doorbell with her boyfriend, who is supposedly a battalion chief for the LA County Fire Department, and they said, "Oh, we thought we put it in the trash. We gave it back to them." But it had this lady's ex-husband's name on it. All right, I don't understand what you're going. What's your question, Robin? I don't. I know where you're going with this. She has all these cameras. Okay, so what's what's your question? I got it. She has cameras all over the room, all over the house. And and now she wants us to sign legal declarations to get another restraining order because she has kids. Oh, she already filed a restraint. Robin, hold on. She filed a restraining order against you. Is what you're saying? No, against her ex-husband. All right. So what does that, Robin? What does that have to do? What does that have to do with you? Are we allowed to sign? I don't want to sign the paper. I've never met this. What is, wait a sec. You're, she's asking you to sign a paper saying what? That her ex-husband is crazy. No, of course to, you don't. Robin, you don't sign I anything. Know. So you say no. So what's your question? I did. The question okay. is, is, how do I keep this lady who keeps crying to me and tell her, tell leave her, me alone? Yeah, you say, here it is. Okay. You ready for this? Write yes. this down. You say to her, oh, I don't need to. I'm okay. I got the law in my Got it. Too. Leave me alone. That's all you have to say. Then you I know did, what? Then you said. Then she what? And then she starts crying more. Then let her cry. Walk away and I let know. her cry. That's Robin. That's exactly what I said. All right. So, Robin, why are you calling me? What What can I do for you? You said you did the best legal advice, even though you're not an attorney. And I I know a lot about the law, but there's nothing worse than another woman crying to another woman. But all I want to do is tell her, stay away. Are you, uh, how's your medication doing, uh, Robin? I, I have a question to ask you. What medication? Yeah, exactly. Uh, are you out I on, need it. Are you, well, okay, are you out on like a four-hour pass uh, from the, the facility. Oh, that's really nice. I uh, listen to you guys all yeah. day, every day. And yeah. That's kind of rude. How I about this? 
How about this? Let me ask you this. How much drinking have you done? None. None. All right. Well, all right. Well, thanks for the call. Always a pleasure. This is Handle on the Law. This is KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. Bill Handel here on a Saturday. And welcome back to Handle on the Law Marginal Legal Advice. Okay, Kevin, it's your turn. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hey, Bill. A couple of years ago, eh, closer to three, I did some advertisements for an agency in Atlanta, some uh, ad libs, and he went bankrupt. He owes me about 1100 bucks. No, he doesn't. <sighs> no, if he's already gone bankrupt, and I'm assuming you were named as one of the creditors. Yes. Yeah, you're, it's over. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't owe you a dime, but nice talking to you. Susan, you're up. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi, Susan. Hi, Bill. Hey, um, I heard on one of your shows a while back that um, you can collect alimony from a long-time relationship if yes. you were not married. Yes. Okay. Um, well, what about if you are currently legally married? And you married someone else? Well, I I separated from my husband and after some time, I met this man, and we had a relationship, okay. and it since broke up. Got it. So are you married to him? No, not, not no, it was not bigamy, but uh, I had a relationship with, let's say, my boyfriend, but I was legally married. Right, you were legally married to someone else, not the boyfriend. Yeah, okay. my husband, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, that's usually who you're legally married to. All <laughs> right, so who do you want alimony from? No, it doesn't work that way. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, how no, long no, were you with boy? How long were um, you with boyfriend? Yeah, the boyfriend, because he. How long he were you with boy- How long were you with boyfriend? Eleven years. All right, there's a that's a possibility, but you were still living. You were married to someone else. Yeah. The entire time. Are you allowed to spousal support? Yeah, maybe. Why not? <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, marriage really doesn't matter. It's a contractual issue. So sure, I'm going to argue that uh, yes, you are entitled to spousal support. For uh, the time you were together with him, and when oh, you me. no no, and wait a sec, you may have been legally married to someone else. Did you cohabitate with your husband at all during that time? Oh no, you're now going back to your husband. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, I'm not going back to my husband. Okay, so the only relationship where you lived with someone is the boyfriend who was with you 11 years. Yes. Okay, got it. Now, did he support you for 11 years? And I supported him okay. for the last two years. Then he's the one that's probably going to be able to get spousal support. How much money did you make and he make for the nine years uh, that you were together until you started supporting him? Oh, no, I hardly made anything, maybe 22000 And how much did he make? Oh, uh, 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 it was all tied up in... in Doesn't in, matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. How much did he earn? How much more. money did he earn? money but he was in debt well uh, yeah that's you know what that it's all very tough for you this is not an easy one at all this is really complicated and unless he has substantial money and depending on how you lived and uh in debt uh, it's you want to talk to a family law attorney divorce attorney but i gotta tell you 
based on what you said to me, it don't look good. Not at all. Kate. Hello, Kate. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Uh, two weeks ago, I was traveling on the street, and a guy makes an illegal U in front of me, forcing us to collide. I hit his car on the passenger side. It was unavoidable. I had two witnesses. The guy lies to his insurance company, says I hit him from behind. Insurance company says I'm at fault. They send me a letter saying I hit the guy from behind. I then send them photographs that I took of the back of the guy's car showing it's in pristine condition. Mm -hmm. And I have two witnesses that watch the whole thing. Right, and you have have statements from the witnesses, or they're willing to sign a statement or willing to tell. uh, Absolutely. Okay, good. So so far, good. So what's your question, Kate? Okay. My question is, I'd like to sue the insurance company. No way. Not the individual. No. It wasn't. It no, because it wasn't the insurance company that hit you. Well, let let me finish. When I but the insurance company had they. I sent them pictures. They sent me another letter saying an entirely different scenario happened. I have them on voicemail. It doesn't matter, Kate. It doesn't matter. They have no duty to you at all. They can say whatever they want the, because there is no contract between you and them. It's The deal Got is it. between you and the driver. All they do is tell the driver, if you get in trouble, we will cover it. The relationship with an insurance company is between the, the insured, the other driver, and the insurance company. What you do, you have to go after the driver. You have no choice. If he's, even though he's an out-of-state driver... It doesn't matter. You after, sue him out-of-state, okay, or you go after your own insurance company. Do you have an insured motorist? Yes, I do. All right. They said I needed to pay... They sided with me, but they said I needed to pay a $500 deductible so fine. for my $3,000 repair. So you pay a $500 deductible, and you have a lawsuit against uh, the driver for the other $500. I would... Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's the way it goes. That's why you have insurance. Because you I have, understand, but I'm just, I'm just so annoyed that of I course have to you pay are. Bucks. I understand, Kate. <laughs> or you can simply file a lawsuit against him and see what happens and sue him. You got three thousand dollars worth of repairs, so you sue him in small claims. You have him serve wherever the hell he is, and uh, then you'll probably get a default judgment. And uh, then what? You can go after him. You can do whatever. He may or may not turn it over his insurance company. He's crazy not to because that's why he has insurance. I mean, why would anybody buy insurance and not use it? That's like your final question. May I ask a final question? Sure. My insurance company said if I take him to small claims and I lose, they cannot fight for me. That's because you're being. That's because you're doing the uh, legal representation yourself, and uh, it's, it depends on the contract with the insurance company, and that's probably correct. So what I would do is, if I were you, if that's what the insurance company said, and it depends on your policy and how it's written, then you have no choice. You have no choice, Kate. You have to pay the five hundred dollar deductible. Although I have to tell you, on an uninsured motorist claim, I don't understand why you would pay a deductible anyway. Because what you're doing is you are insuring against someone else that hit you. So you've got to look at your policy. That one's kind of bizarre. So just read your policy very carefully. But in the end, to answer your question, it's not the insurance company you sue. They didn't do anything wrong, and they can say no. They can yet say yes. As a matter of fact, 
I'll tell you who really has a lawsuit against that insurance company is the driver of the other car if the insurance company doesn't pay you. Not you. I know that's tough to understand, but that that's the way it works for sure. This is Handle on the Law. This is KFI AM640. We're stimulating talk. Bill Handle here. Welcome back. And welcome back to Handle on the Law, marginal legal advice. Phone numbers, 800-520-1KFI, 800-520-1534. We still have a few lines open. All right, Greg. Yes. Yes, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I was wondering, is it, is it legal to empty my septic tank on my lawn? Probably not. Why would it be legal? Why would you empty your septic tank on your lawn so, he could, well, so it smells uh, like a septic tank? Do, do you have neighbors? Yes. Why? Uh, what would you do if a neighbor emptied a septic tank on his lawn? I wouldn't care. Well, you don't. You, what? Your nose doesn't work. <laughs> he won't sure, but uh, well, I wouldn't do it when he could smell it. Ah, so how do you empty a septic tank so you don't smell it? I do it when the wind's blowing the other way. What happens when the wind turns around? Well, I'll, I'll look at you know the the forecast and see if the wind's going to be blowing a certain way. No, I understand, but and, and I get it. But let me ask you something: When you empty a septic tank, doesn't the smell of uh, the sewage stay there for a while, or does it disappear in a matter of two hours? No, I suppose I reckon it would stay there a while. But right, and the know, wind's never... extenuating circumstance, I am on the wet side of a dike. Yeah. And I'm it... living out in the township. Yeah, no, you have to uh, call the folks that empty the... the I guess empty... I got to yeah. call the honeymooners? Yeah, the you do. Wagon? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I don't get that many idiot calls, but that was a particularly good one. Uh, thank you. I love this. Fantastic. Dave. Dave, you're up. Yeah, yes, Bill. Yes, sir. About 10 years ago, had a repossessed uh, vehicle. I was going to volunteer and just let him take it. And then I had it overseas. I didn't really get any kind of notification. I didn't go overseas immediately, maybe uh, six months later. And uh, I didn't get no notification of what they did with the vehicle, nothing. I believe there's a California law that says they've got to tell me what they did with it or something. And then I come back years later to find out I've had a judgment against me. Mm. And, that was, and the that... only way I knew about it was I left the job, and they had tried to garnish away from that employer after I'd left. And somebody managed to get that paperwork back to my address, and I read it. Uh, but, of course, obviously, I'm uh, concerned that now they're going to find this new employer. I don't know how they find this information. but yeah, uh, well, they, have, they have your I name, and they can look it up. Uh, the point is, is after 10 years, the judgment disappears unless they reaffirm the judgment. And if they keep on yeah. going, you're going to have a problem because it's 10 years ago, and you can attack the issue of that you were not noticed, but... You know, that's 10 years later that you're saying you're not noticed. That's a right. Pro- that's a problem. Uh, so, yeah. uh, you know, I think you just hold off. And uh, how much is the judgment for now? Yes, it's like, it's like, uh, I think it's $11,000. Yeah. Uh, that seems like a lot of money. For it is a lot of money. No, it's a lot of money for anybody. 
they couldn't have got that out of that vehicle. I can't believe it, it wasn't that old when they took it. Well, you know, and that's what, yeah. first of all, the is it originally eleven thousand dollars? Because interest uh, it accrues on that over the period of ten years. It was originally yeah. eleven thousand dollars. I believe. Well, there was there was three thousand dollars, I think, in in fees attached to it. So I think the original balance was about seven thousand. Yeah, I'm surprised it's only eleven thousand dollars. It should be a lot more than that with yeah. interest. Uh, but I think you're going to just have to sit back uh, because uh, you can try for a motion to uh, quash it, for a motion to dismiss the whole case. But you're talking 10 years ago. Now, the argument yeah. is going to be you just got notification of it. This is some research you get to do because you just, you may have a shot at it. You may because if they never gave you notification, it's kind of hard to say to go in and argue you weren't given notification if you were Never given a notification. How do you, how are you going to know that there's a problem unless you know there's a problem? Very very strange situation. You're, you there, you have to prove a negative, which is impossible. All right, Sean, you're up. Hi, Bill. Yes, go so ahead. I bought a house, and two weeks before we bought the house, our neighbor built a fence that is. After we've done a professional survey, we figured out it's encroaching on our yard. It's All right. on our space. Tell him to move it. I'm wondering what we can do. Tell him to move it. Okay. That's it. And, That's if, he, it. and if he refuses to move it, you get to hire someone to move it, and uh, you hit him up for attorney's fees. He's encroaching on your land. He's trespassing effectively. Do I have to put the cost with him? No. You just say move it, move it, or we're going to move it for you, and then we'll hit you up with the fees with whatever it costs. Okay. That's easy. They're not allowed to do that. Uh, John, is that uh, John? Yes, Hey, John, welcome to Handle on the Law. Yes, hello. Uh, I have a lease, uh, an automotive lease. I have an automotive shop, and I have a lease that I want to try and get out of. Mm-hmm. Now, they closed down both sides of the street, which most of my business was uh, coming from traffic. Now, they closed down both sides of the street, so nobody could get in. There's only one way in. Uh, and basically, I lost all my clientele, and... Uh, the construction is going to be happening for another year and a half, and I want to know if I could get out of the lease. Maybe, for that. maybe, because uh, what what you can argue is uh, there's an implied uh, uh, provision of the lease that you have to be able to do business, mm-hmm. and if you can't do business, then uh, there is it's impossible for you to stay there and even pay the rent. Now, who's doing the construction? The city? Yeah, the city. Yeah. Uh, y- y- I think that you have a shot at it. I really do. And uh, okay. what, I, what I would do is contact a real estate lawyer uh, because I think uh, that it, it's, a, it's a question of common law here. It may even be statutory, and that is simply an implied ability to uh, just do the business, as I said. Yeah, I would think you did. Well, I'm getting a lot of cases or a lot of questions saying, yeah, I think you can. All right, uh, Marcellus. Yeah, uh, a a friend of mine died, a lady died, and she left three sons and a daughter, and the stepfather kicked them out of the house. Uh, Do they, and they claim an interest in the property. uh, Well, it depends. Anyone I could talk to about this? Yeah, yeah, you could talk to uh, a a probate and estate lawyer, but let me ask you a couple of questions. All right, was the house only owned by her, or was it in the name of the stepfather and her? The first house was hers. The stepfather and her bought another house. All right. Well, then the house that they two, the, the two of them bought is his. Okay. Okay. You can't do anything about that. Now, did she have a will? 
uh, the wheel like disappeared and D's got changed some kind of way. All right. So manipulation. All right. Well, uh, now the home that is existing that is not owned by the stepfather, uh, that is only in her name. Is that correct? I really don't know. Well, without that, I can't answer the question, Marcellus. Okay. Yeah. If you, it was, if it was only in her, I know she owned it before. If she it was married. only in her name, then stepdad gets half. The kids get the other half. If there's no will. Okay. All right. There you go. This is handle on the law. I got my money and welcome back to uh, KFI AM six forty. More simulating talk. Bill Handel. This is Handle on the Law. Phone numbers, 800-520-1KFI, 800-520-1534. We still have a few lines open. Hello, Mike. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hello, Bill. Yes, sir. I uh, have a question about statute of limitations. I've got quite a bit of uh, past due debt, and I'm wondering... uh, if uh, you know about that and if I have to pay off these past two debts. Yeah, if, have you? Oh, it's four years on uh, a written debt in the state of California. So there's a statute. Uh, now, uh, when's the last time, how long ago did you make a payment on the loan? How many months ago? How many years ago? Well, there's uh, a couple of credit cards, but the main thing is my car payment, and it would be uh, at least eight, eight, uh, eight nine years. Eight, nine years. Well, you know, the statute has been uh, already gone on all everything that's eight, nine years. Now, the car, you're saying yeah, that – how long? when's the last time you made a payment on the car itself? How long ago? Uh, like eight, nine years. I'm wondering uh, how would I uh, obtain a pink slip? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Because there, you can't sue uh, for uh, – or they can't sue you because the statute is over, but they still have a lien on the car. Right, they got the Yeah, you're not going to be, you know what, run the thing into the ground. Okay, and then what about um, uh, what about credit card debts? Again, uh, four years. If the last time you made a payment on a credit card debt was over four years ago, you don't owe that money. You owe the money, but they can't sue you for the money. And that applies even, uh, I live in California. But doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Delaware yeah, it doesn't, they're all in Delaware. It doesn't matter. All right. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Well, I don't know how good you are. You're a flake, but uh, what can I tell you? Hey, Alex. Hello? Yes, Alex. Go ahead. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Yeah, can I ask a question now? Yes, of course. Oh, hi, Bill. Um, I found a post on myself online. I don't know who created the post. The post is a negative post, obviously. That's the reason I'm calling. And um, I sent an email to the website that's hosting it to remove it because there is information about where I work and judgment of character. And they're asking me to go to this arbitration website to pay 200 bucks and uh, to remove that post. And yeah. I was re- doing some research, and it, even in the research that there would not be any 100% guarantees that another company might not pick up that post. Right. And, and it, it may be like a domino's effect. One and, after and the it other. May, what can I do? And it may, be, and it may be a scam to pay the $200. Uh, because that I've never heard of. Uh, so, you know what? The, the problem is, can you hear me? I, I can hear a little bit better, yeah. All right. Uh, the problem is you have to, uh, you probably have to hire a lawyer. I don't think there's uh, any real oversight. The problem with uh, the Internet is uh, that it's so freewheeling, it's so loose, 
that it's hard to go uh, after any specific organization. And is it one of the big ones? Is it Google? Is it Yahoo? Uh, which, where is, well, I don't even know that. Which is the host uh, organization of this? Um, it's something about my life or, not my life, some, some website about, um, I don't know, it's just when I Google basically my name, I found it on one. Yeah, one, you know what? I get it, Alex. Uh, you you you're gonna get ha- have to get a hold of people that know what what they're doing with this because it's so complicated, it's so insane. I wouldn't even know where to start. But thanks for calling, and I certainly appreciate you asking for my advice. Yes. All right, Greta. Let's try you. See if I can answer the question. Yes. Hi. Is this Bill? Yes, it is. Bill. Hi. How are you? Go ahead. Well. I'm a soccer mom, and I got, um, well, we were at a soccer tournament, championship game, and um, the opposite uh, side of the parent, the daughter was, um, you know, ejected because due to red card, and she went in the field, which we're not supposed to, and she started yelling and cursing at the ref. Once the ref turned around, left ref, referee left the field. She turned around and she went towards our girls, cursing at them. Nobody did anything. Not the general manager, not the coach, not even the referee. And that's when I said, uh, leave our children alone. And then I said, get your ass off the field. And then I got mugged by three members of the family, which was the mom. Oh, okay. So what? I got it. All right. Was her, what's, yes, your, what's, your, what's your question? My question is: um, Then there was a meeting by the club. They came. The president came. Everybody, and they said the referee was at fault. The referee should have stopped. I want to see who is responsible. The for people. This. The people that I hit you. Someone. The people that hit you, Greta. The, the the woman who assaulted you. Did you call the police? We did. We did. They took. Uh, they did take. Um, Action! Um, they they arrest her. District attorney is uh, filing okay. suit against them. All right. But is the club responsible? No, not really, because you're arguing that uh, he somehow is responsible by not making sure that she got off. What? We, assuming that he that he made sure she wasn't on the field, what would stop them from coming back and hitting you anyway? Yeah, but the, it was their tournament, and the it doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't protect the kids. I don't think so. I don't think they're there to protect the kids against someone jumping into the field and assaulting someone. That's not what they do. I don't think there's any responsibility on behalf of the referees, and it doesn't matter that uh, the organization said the referees at fault because go ahead and bring that into court because that doesn't matter. It's a legal issue. And therefore, uh, I think what you have is you have the assault, and you can uh, and you you go after the mom. But what do you want, Greta? Do you want money? Um, no, no, I don't want money. Then no, what do you want? It's not money issue. Then what do you want? Now, uh, well, what it is now, the club did not take my daughter back because what I did, all I did was deri- d- divert her attention away from the kids. I didn't even know they were going to attack me. All right, wait a sec. What did you do? The... What did you do other than well, say get your... Well, they said my, my kid has been with the club for three years. Yeah, what now, did you do? Trial, they're saying she's not qualified because of um, competitive, um, due to the competitive uh, 
um, she's not qualified to join the team again. All right, well, I Greta, that's not the case. Then you tell for hire a lawyer and sue the team to have her reinstated, and that's going to cost you a few thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah. At what point do you simply go to another club? Uh, you know, it's, it, is she entitled to come back? Probably. Can you force it? No. This is Handle on the Law.